Well, it has been quite a minute. I think the last podcast that I did was October, like mid-October, maybe October 5th. I gotta check the timestamp on it, but yes, I'm here at officially September 12th, so we almost made it a full year. I fully apologize. A lot has been going on lately. Uh, been working a lot, you know. Uh, last year was pretty cool. Up until this year, we've been moving up in the world. I'm finally a manager now. Shout out to Blue32 for giving me the opportunity. But now, you know, I finally got some time. I'm in a good place right now. Got vaccinated yesterday. That's pretty cool. But I'm back. I'm finally back. And I will be more consistent, I promise. This is going to be the first of many. I've been trying to do every other day. But yes, welcome back to the Sir Smooth Podcast. Sir, through, Sir Smooth Sports Talk and Regular Talk. See, I almost forgot. That's how long it's been. But... um. Yeah, I have to be at work in a couple hours, so it's going to be kind of like a 20-minute-ish 20 20 episode, so um, a lot of upsets today happened. You know, we had all the state going down to Oregon. That was pretty huge. Uh, BYU, shout out to BYU. They beat Utah. That was good. Uh, who else? I think Florida State lost to. There are a few others. I don't really count the Iowa State-Iowa game. They were both 9 and 10. But shout out to Iowa for getting the job done. And condolences to the um, local kid from Perry High, just right down the road, uh, Mr. Brock Purdy. You've seen better days, man. Don't worry. It'll be a lot better in the NFL, man. Just turn it around. It'll be all good. Shout out to the Pumas. But, um, yeah, we're going to probably save that episode for the next one. Uh, We'll talk more college football about that later, but... Today slash tomorrow, depending on, well, yeah, we're just going to do today because it's already 3 a.m. right now and your boy's got to be at work at 8. So, um, yeah, let's talk some NFL football. That's the reason why we're opening early. Uh, If you are in the Chandler area or if you're in Gilbert or around the Seville Country Club area, we have three locations, the Blue 32, coming in, enjoy the games. Have a good time. Enjoy some people, man. Give them high fives. You know what it is. But um, we're going to yeah, just dive right into the NFL season. As you guys know, I am a Packer fan. And I have for you a full breakdown on how we're going to do. Off the rip, I think we're going to go 14-2. It's a little cocky, but I'm not too far off from the last two years. So I think I'm feeling pretty good about it. So first on the slate. We're going to New Orleans, a.k.a. Jacksonville, because of Hurricane Ida. I think we'll get the win on that one. Maybe by about, mm, i say about 15 points. But we'll get back to that later. We'll go back down to the line. Speaking of lie, we're playing the Lions next week. I think that's going to be a dub. We're going to San Fran. Believe it or not, I think we might lose that game. Everyone's kind of sleeping on San Francisco, so I think they can get it done. They got all their horses back. And Nick Bosa, if it wasn't for Kyler Murray, sorry, buddy, but I still think Nick Bosa should have been number one overall in that draft. But it's all good. Everything worked out for the better. Kyler's doing his thing, opened up his own pro shop now. He's got his own he's got his own merchandise now and stuff, sweatshirts, all that stuff. That's pretty cool. And we got the Steelers, which is at home. So I think we're going to have to get the dub on that since we're at home. We're going to Cincinnati. I think that's going to be a win. To Chicago, 
it's going to be close, but I think we'll win that one too. Washington's going to be tough at home uh, just because that boy Chase Young is for real. He's amazing. And I'm going to try and snag a ticket the next week after that because they're coming out here to Arizona. They're playing the Cardinals. Uh, that's going to be a win, hopefully. I think we should. Arizona's pretty solid, but I don't know. They don't look as strong as they have been before, like way back in the day and the days that they were good. So I'm going to go with the win on that one. We always play Seattle somehow, some way. I feel like that's probably our um, our kind of rival low-key without being in the division. We always play Seattle every single year, but it's in Lambeau this year, so we'll get that dub. And then we go to Minnesota, which surprisingly enough, I think that's going to be a loss. Minnesota always kind of plays this tough, but we'll see. I think we turn it around to a win. We'll revisit that. Uh, we got the Rams at home, which is probably going to be a... Um, it's basically going to be a, whatchamacallit, it's going to be a rematch in the uh, divisional round, I believe, because we got them in the second round, and um, they looked a little bit tougher last year, defensive-wise, than this year. I mean, Matt Stafford, he's going to be coming back. He's always played us. He's used to playing us twice a year, so he's going to have a good game. I think we'll squeak that out by, like, three points. Um, we're going, uh, we're staying home, playing Chicago. I think we got that one in the bag. Um, at Ravens. They're a little banged up right now. Their top corner, Marcus Peters, who's low-key one of my favorite cornerbacks. He's out for the whole year. That kind of sucks. And um, J.K. Dobbins got cut down about, about two weeks ago, something like that. And then um, I think they lost another running back, too, which it's not looking for. Um, it's not looking good in the Queen City right now. But your boy has Lamar Jackson on his team right now. So, yeah, I'll take that fantasy points. He's going to be passing and running. He's going to be the whole offense. So, yeah, sorry for the guys that uh, have to play me in fantasy. But, yeah, you're going to get that. You're going to get that L. And Lamar's going to score about, like, 50 points a game. So, that's the only good bright spot that I see. But, anyways, go back to playing the Browns at home, which um, Baker Mayfield and the Browns, they're pretty solid. They got a good team. But, yeah, we're going to get that dub. Uh, Minnesota at the crib. We got that that time. And then, of course, we're going to finish out in Detroit and win that game. Maybe Jordan Love might be able to get in. Who knows? But it's still early. Who knows? The Lions actually might be pretty good. They always sneak up on us every now and then. But uh, that's it for my Packers. I'm gloating about them. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. We'll get back to the New Orleans game. I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, catch you in a bit. Okay. And we're back. Uh, finally turned the fan off. Sorry. Um Sorry if there's a little background noise in that first segment, but turn off the fan, so we're all good. Coast is clear. Uh, we're going to get back to that New Orleans game, which is going to kick off tomorrow. If you live in Arizona or on the West Coast, nope. Actually, Arizona, because we're kind of in that weird spot right now. We don't do that like savings time here. But at 1.30 around our time, we got the New Orleans game, which is supposed to be in New Orleans, but it is in Jacksonville, Florida. This year, because of Hurricane Ida. Uh, my thoughts on the game, I think we're going to win by like 12 points, maybe. I think so. It's going to be exciting seeing 12 back. We haven't seen him throw on the field except the practice field. And you already know he does his thing, man. He likes to show off the whole net tricks and all that. And uh, he did kind of make me a little upset, a little nervous this offseason, a little trepidation and all that. I wish he'd be more straight up with the team. But his press conference, man, I think he killed it. 
think he went back on track. Um, he really is down to ride for us. And as soon as he puts on those shoulder pads and wears that red number 12 jersey, oh, yeah, he's in for it. He's in all the way. So we might get that fourth MVP for him and hopefully another ring on his finger, which I'm hoping for. But uh, it's going to be really weird seeing New Orleans without um, a good old Drew Brees. And I think um, James Winston, he's going to be a surprise on some people, but it's going to be a whole look. It's going to be a whole new looking offense, and that's going to be weird. But he's still got the mastermind there. Sean Payton's still a hell of a coach. He's a little bit older, but I feel like uh, during his prime, prime, whenever he won that Super Bowl, he was actually one of the young up and coming people. So I think he's still got a few tricks up the sleeve. You know, hopefully he's done a couple coaching workshops. Believe it or not, sometimes, you know, coaches do that, especially if they're on the back end. Hell, uh, Mike McCarthy went on record talking about it whenever he took Dallas' job and realized how stagnant the offense was in Green Bay. And he got us a ring and all that. But uh, we kind of held on to him and our defense coordinator for quite a while when there was no evolution to our offense. And it's a real thing. And he got comfortable, but he got us a Super Bowl. So... He did something right, and he has his own street, too. Every coach gets their own street in Lambeau. That's just how we do things around there. We love our people. Mm. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> That's just how authentic this podcast is. Sorry about that, though, folks. All right, so enough of that Green Bay game, which I think we're going to win. Might get a little ugly in the first half, but once we get the balls rolling, once we get the, um, once we get the wheels turning, I think we're going to be good. I think it's going to be the first it's going to be a rough first quarter, and then we'll figure it out, and it's just going to be we're going to be rolling like gangbusters. It's going to be a neutral side to us in Jacksonville, so it makes me feel a little bit better. We get to avoid that crowd. Shout out to the Superdome and all them good people in Nolens, baby. All right, back to the other games. All right, so I can't – I don't have the times posted on, but as I'm going down, this is how the day is going to go by as far as like time-wise. So um, you got Seattle at Indianapolis, which is gonna be weird. I think the Colts might actually get that one. Seattle's usually pretty dicey um, in, the, uh, in the first couple games. They gotta figure it out, and then they end up figuring it. They end up, you know, getting the ball rolling, and they do a lot better. You can't, um, you can't ever uh, count out Russell Wilson. He's awesome. He's amazing. He's a good guy, man. He's kind of a nerd, but hey. He gets the job done, and his wife is bad. Shout-out to Sierra. And uh, also shout-out to my boy uh, Travis, too. Travis Holmes. He might be upset about my pick, but sorry, buddy. Um, we got Jacksonville and Houston, which Houston, they're already going to be a tire sell. Let's just call it what it is, people. It's going to be really bad for the Houston Texans. It's not looking good. So we got Jacksonville and Houston, which I think, you know, that being said, I think Jacksonville might pull that off. Ooh, you know what? I think Houston might win it in an ugly game just because it's Trevor Lawrence's first game, and this kid is exalted. We'll get to that later. We'll see the analysis whenever we get into um, Trevor Lawrence. We don't want to give him too much shine. He still is a rookie. Um, we got Philly and Atlanta, which I think is going to be tough and scrappy, but I think ATL, this is their year to turn it around. They're going to make the NFC um, South real interesting. They're kind of my wild card pick this year. Uh, we got the Chargers and the Washington football team. Not that other R word. 
the Washington football team. And I love me some Chase Young. I'm a big-time Chase Young fan. He's, like, one of my favorite defense, defense players, him and, him and Nick Bosa. But they're both amazing, and I think Washington is going to pull it off. We'll see what Fitzmagic is going to do, too. That would be awesome. I love that story. And, um, oh, yeah, I got my buddy uh, McLaurin on the team, too. So shout-out to him, man. Hopefully we get some points. And then next we got Pittsburgh and Buffalo at Ralph Wilson at Bills Mafia. That's going to be pretty good. It's going to be a grinder, but uh, Buffalo is going to pull it out. I think they'll start pulling it out towards like the third quarter and then it might start getting ugly. Uh, we got San Fran and Detroit. San Fran's got a lot of their weapons back and they're going to be huge. Like I said earlier, Nick Bose is a man, so he's coming back. Oh, like I said, sorry. Sorry for the burp, y'all. Uh, we got San Fran and Detroit, which I think San Fran's going to win. Sorry, the Lions. Uh, Minnesota, Cincinnati. It's going to be cool seeing Joe Burrow come back. So you got Joe Burrow against good old, um, you like that, Kirk Cousins. And I got Justin Jefferson, so he might ball out. I need those points. And then we got the Jets in Carolina, which is pretty darn interesting because Sam Darnold is the starting quarterback for Carolina. And guess where he was last year? You guessed it, folks. New York. It was all about them. J-E-T-S, Jet, Jet, Jets. So that'll be cool. That's a nice little rubber match. I always love those revenge games. And then you got Arizona and Tennessee, which, mm, man, I would not want to be in the front seven of Arizona because that man Derrick Henry might go bananas. But last year, kind of had a rough start. The first two games were a little nerve-wracking. Trust me, he was on my fantasy team. I needed him to ball out. And around week three, I was kind of questioning myself. I was like, man, did I mess up? And sure enough, King Henry delivered on time. So hopefully in the Cardinals' favor that uh, he has one of those kind of warm-up games where he needs some time to kind of get it together. And they actually might get it close, but I think Tennessee might get this one. And you got Cleveland and Kansas City at Arrowhead, which the Satan's going to be rocking. I mean, to all these teams and all that and all these home teams, like it's got to be a great feeling. Finally, after all we went through last year, no fans in the stands, all that BS, blah, 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 blah. Full capacity, son. It's time to go. Home field advantages are for real this time. But I think Cleveland might pull it out. It might be, it might be an upset. So, yeah, I got Cleveland on that by about six. And then we got Miami, New England. I think New England is going to start uh, really salvaging themselves because I really like what they did in the offseason. And we'll see what this Mac kid, jo- we'll see what this Mac Jones kid has. But the two Tiger Viola matchup is going to be pretty cool. So that could be a toss up. But if I had to pick somebody, I'd pick New England. And then we got Denver and the Giants, the Broncos and the Giants. Should be pretty good. Should be pretty good. I got a bunch of. Uh, I got a bunch of Denver fans out there. I mean, if you're in the Gilbert Chandler area, I see Broncos gear everywhere. So, you know what? In their favor, I'm going to go with Denver. You know, let's go Broncos. I might even write that Trevor Simeon jersey. (laughs) Yes, I do have a Trevor Simeon jersey from TJ Maxx. For guess what? $13. Can't make it up. (laughs) And then the Sunday night game, you got Chicago. And the Rams, the Bears and Rams, two animals, ferocious beasts going at it. 
It's going to be an ugly score offensively, but defensively, oh, my God, it's going to be beautiful. You got Khalil Mack on one side, and you got Aaron Donald on the next. Easily some of the top ten players in the NFL, bar none. But I think the Rams might pull it off. It's in L.A. It's going to be pretty cool seeing fans in the SoFi, too, so I'm real interested in that. And then on Monday, we got Baltimore and we got Vegas. Yes, the Vegas Raiders. And sometimes I do slip up with the whole Oakland-Vegas thing or whatever. But with the injuries that Baltimore has sustained the last two, three weeks, I think the Raiders might just went off of health alone. It's going to be really weird. They totally just messed up the game plan. The injury bug just totally effed Baltimore. And if Harborough can pull off at least an 8-8 eight and eight season or a winning season or even a playoff season, oh, he's an amazing coach. He's going to be there for life. So uh, with that being said, we're going to take another break. And uh, we're going to get to my fantasy teams. You know, I'm going to be a little bit selfish, but I got two of them this year. Stay tuned. And welcome back. This segment will be called the Fantasy Corner, and I'll be touching back in on it. Um, sorry about not dropping this episode around Wednesday or Tuesday. Even though we have a game already that got played on uh, Thursday against the um, the Bucks and Cowboys, but my philosophy on fantasy football week one doesn't really matter. Week one is kind of a um, it's kind of a litmus test, so to speak. So uh, it's a no pressure weekend. I didn't really set anything. All I did was just um, switch Matt Stafford for uh, Ben Roth, or I switched from Ben Roethlisberger to Matt Stafford. Because I like the matchup a little bit better. So, let's go to it. Um, I have two teams this year. I have a $25 league and a $45 league. Uh, I'm not too much of a gambler, so I definitely go minimal stakes. I'm not a high stakes guy. Low stakes for sure. If I lose $20 on the blackjack table, I freaking lose it. So, that's just another story for another day. So, first off, my first team that I did actually get the draft, we'll get back to that later, was called Full Chub Alert. Because I'm a pun guy, and my first overall pick was Nick Chubb. So he earned the the namesake, so to speak. But a quarterback, I have Matt Stafford, and I have Ben Roethlisberger, who I feel good about. They always get overlooked. You really don't need too much of a quarterback in my philosophy, so... That's pretty good. If they can give me a good solid 20 to 30 points a game, I'm cool with that. At wide receiver, I got my boy Justin Jefferson, even though he's a Viking. It's only a matter of time before he moves off that rookie contract and goes somewhere else. Big time fan of his. His gritty is insane. He makes it look effortless. I try to make it look as good as he does, but I end up looking like Kirk Cousins. You can see the video on YouTube. Just look up Kirk Cousins' gritty, and yeah. It wasn't half bad, though, but not as dope as Justin Jefferson's. Then I got homeboy Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup, sorry, voice gave out a little bit. But I got Cooper Cup from L.A., from the Rams. Uh, I got Tyler Boyd from Cincinnati, who's also a low-key guy. I like to go for those gems and uh, in, that, in that haystack. I like to look for the needle in the haystack. I got a pretty good eye on it. I wish I was a, uh, a not so much as a recruiter, but a scouter. I think I got an eye for it, but I always feel good about Tyler Boyd. And then I got more about Alan Lazard. Got to represent Green Bay. At least got to get one person in there. 
And then at running back, I got Nick Chubb. I got uh, James Robinson, who hooked me up last year. And surprisingly, Kareem Hunt was sitting there at like around seven or eight. So I had to snack him up. So that's Handcuff City. I could throw him in the flex. That's beautiful. And I only rocked with one tight end, which is Mark Andrews from Baltimore. He's going to be getting a lot of the lion's share, especially since the offense is kind of stagnant right now. So he's going to be a big piece. I got my boy Deuce. Deuce in a quarter. My boy Deuce, a.k.a. Mason Crosby. He's a Packer. And I at least have two of them on there. And then defensive-wise, I love me some San Fran, y'all. I'm sorry. I think they might pull it off. They might. Yeah. They're coming back. They got all their horses back. So, yeah, watch out for the Niners. But that's that rounds out the roster for full chub alert. Now to the saddest Jackson faction. Um, my draft last uh, my draft was supposed to be last week for this at 8.45 p.m. So there was no excuse. Um, let's just say I got a little bit lit on Sunday after work. And uh, your boy kind of slept through and auto draft. Decided to uh, draft for me, which is always nerve-wracking. Woke up around like 9.15-ish. And then like within the first 30-second mark of me like waking up and realizing what time it was. Yeah, I had a fantasy draft and I totally missed it. So it was all about auto-draft. And boy, oh boy, was I nervous opening up this app. But check this roster out. Okay, that quarterback... I got Lamar Jackson, which is why Saddest Jackson faction. I love them. I love them puns. And then I got Matt Ryan as my backup. I got Stephon Diggs. I got Nick Lauren. I got C.D. Lamb. And I got my boy Matt, Michael Gallup. So I might have to come off of Michael Gallup. Let me see if I can trade him away. Uh, or I can probably just release and pick up somebody else. Receivers are just everywhere. Don't, people, don't pay too much attention to receivers. You don't speak one up. You never know who's going to go off, a.k.a. Chase Claypool. I picked him up around like a week eight, and he balled out. And, like, it was a while before I got hit. But um, at running back, I got uh, Jonathan Taylor from Indianapolis. I got DeAndre Swift from the Lions. I got Melvin Gordon. And I got Sammy, oh, no, my bad, sorry, Sonny. I can't even read my own handwriting. Sonny Michelle in a brand-new Rams uniform. And he's probably, he's going to be splitting carries, but I think he can be definitely somebody to be hungry and he can just end up becoming, you know, the um, the lion's share running back as far as carries-wise. So I feel good about that. And then we got, speaking of Rams, at tight end, I got Tyler Higby, which the tight end is the quarterback's best friend because they're there 10 15 yards down the line you ain't got to huck it and chuck it he's going to be right there he's a big body uh linebackers it's a little harder for linebackers to cover tight ends so it's always a matchup problem just check out uh travis kelsey he's been eating for days and then i got uh everett i forgot his first name damn i think it was like tyler everett or something like that but everett from seattle sorry for getting your name wrong Bud, my bad, but you're on the squad, all right? And then I got at kicker, Justin Tucker. And then at defense, I got the Rams and New England, which Bill Belichick in New England, I can always believe in. And then, uh, yeah, Aaron Donald and um, Aaron Donald on the front line, and you got um, uh, Jalen Ramsey at corner. Yeah, 
I'll take that. And that rounds out the saddest Jackson faction. And speaking of rounding out, that rounds out our show, y'all. And um, I'd be remiss not to remind everybody, you know, last night, well, t- tonight, technically last night or yesterday, 9-11, definitely don't want to forget that moment that brought all of us together as a nation. As sad as it was, it was pretty cool seeing, you know, everyone come together and love each other, which reminds me, we all got to start loving each other again, you know? Um, But, I mean, everyone else has been saying it and all that. Now it's time to start putting it in action. Just love each other, take care of each other, treat everyone like a human being, and I think we can all make it. But, neither here nor there, your boy's got work at, um, boy's got to be up at 7 o'clock. I got to get my shave on. Got to get ready to manage. Like I said, I will be at Blue 32, which is located on Arizona Avenue and Chandler Heights. We also have one around the Seville area on Hickley and Chandler Heights, not to be mistaken. If you live in the Santan area in Gilbert, not Santan area, but if you live in Gilbert and around the Santan Mall area, we got you over there on Williamsfield in Val Vista and the brand new location people out in Mesa, North Mesa, that is, on Gilbert and McKellips. So that's brand spanking new. Make sure you give us some love. If you need some place to watch the game that's out of market and you don't get, you don't have the uh, uh, the Sunday ticket, we got you covered. If you come in early enough for some breakfast, get you a breakfast burrito. They're amazing. That's my favorite thing. That's what I'm looking forward to whenever I get over there. But thank you for rocking with me. Sorry it took so long. This is going to come pretty soon. And uh, not from very far away. That didn't make any sense. I'm going to start doing these a lot more now. It's probably going to be like every other day. Probably like three times a week at least. I'm going to try to make it. But I will not be absent as much as I have before. Almost a whole year. And I greatly apologize for that. But I'm here to stay. All right. Y'all have a good one. Y'all take it easy. Good morning, good night, all that good stuff. Love you. Take care of each other.